Welcome to this week's episode of Being Human. I'm here with Kevin Kronitsky. He is the author of Still Point, The Simplicity of Spiritual Enlightenment. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Richard. Happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, and I was just saying to you before we came on, I, I, I finished the book and um, it's true to its subtitle. Uh, it, you, you do make this idea of spiritual enlightenment super simple, um, which, which I really appreciated. And I'm sure we'll get, get into you know, your approach to spirituality, to enlightenment. Um, but I think given that we have you know, a fair proportion of our audience who are in the corporate realm, let's say, or in business in some way, maybe that part of your story might be interesting uh, to kind of get a start is because you came from a, a successful and, and fairly traditional career, am I right? Yeah. 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 I, uh, I spent about 20 years or so um, in, in the diagnostics, biotech, life sciences industry. You know, I had training, uh, trained as a medical doctor and after residency, really moved into the business aspect of, uh, of it. And Again, spent about 20 years, very, you know, varying roles, chief commercial officer roles, president roles, public and publicly traded and, and private companies. So uh, was very much uh, was very much immersed in, you know, in that in that aspect of uh, of life. Right. And uh, and when did this when did the decision point come for you to, to take a different route? Well, you know, the the. Um, in the 10 years prior to making that decision, there was a, there was a, a willingness and an openness. And really, um, A Course in Miracles had, had, had come my way and had started to, uh, to do that for, for well, about- I wonder if we should just point out what miracles are, right? Because I, I guess some people won't get a reference. Oh, the Course in Miracles is a, uh, you know, is a, a book. It's a, it's a channeled Book that um, you know uh, was was written and published in, in the in the nineteen seventies in the mid seventies, um, and it's really a beautiful. I mentioned it in the book. It's a psycho yeah, of course, you it all work. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. It's a psycho spiritual work that that really progressively unwinds the mind from the ego thought system, uh, and so you know really had done that for for about ten years, and what was starting to see some gains in that. You know the relationships. We're starting to improve, but it it there was uh, there was still an aspect that it it just wasn't clicking. You know, it there was still a lot of conflict. There was still fear and anxiety, and um, you know that would come. And um, uh, you know, it, it 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 there was something else that was needed. So after about ten years, really, the situation just presented itself where um, my wife and I, who who really walked this you know walked this path with me, and. Uh, in fact, uh, in, in many ways, was ahead of me, <laughs> so to speak. You know, um, we we just decided that it there was a little a little bit more of turning away was necessary. So the idea was, you know, just to move away from kind of full time immersion and working full time, still doing, you know, still you know, staying on a few boards of companies and was doing some consulting. But, you know, when you leave that full-time operating position, your workload goes down significantly. So we had moved down to uh, South Florida and bought a home uh, down here and, and really decided that we would, uh, we would give ourselves to this kind of exploration of experience uh, until we didn't have any more questions. And that, that you know, that became about, uh, in and of itself, about five or six years before the book was, before the book was written. 
So um, that you know answers that question of of when we kind of made that decision to uh, turn away from the world for 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 a little bit. Right, right, and so, and it sounds like so there was a there was a decision to get into a course of miracles, and then and then a later decision to go even deeper. Yeah, yeah, did, and then this is. Yeah, this is when the direct path came. You know, as you mentioned, you were mentioning, you know, the direct path when we were talking before. It, you know, this um, uh, I, I felt that when 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 we we had come here down to Florida, it was would be just a continued immersion in the deeper principles of a course in miracles, living those principles. And and quickly after coming here, um, the direct path really fell into my lap, as these things kind of do. You know, when when you need them, you know, they come and. That was uh, that was very uh, fortuitous for me because that um, some, somewhat quickly put put it all you know began to, to put it together and having it, uh, it clicking experientially in a felt way as, as opposed to being an intellectual exercise. Right. Okay. Okay. And so maybe to to, to explore the contrast a little bit. So so what's the difference between what you were following with A Course of Miracles and then what you found with the direct path. Like, yeah, what, how does that feel? What does that look like? Well, you know, the, the, the difference is, is only in, in that, you know, for me, it took to uh, this direct path, this, this pointing directly to our felt sense of being. Um, it took that for me to have this felt experience, to Okay. To recognize that you know this this is what I've been calling I my entire life and and to take these principles and again not have them be you know esoteric intellectual principles but have them be recognized as self which you know is uh, uh, apropos in, in in that it's called self recognition and then self realization after that right okay so what okay so uh, yeah for the people here who are like. <laughs> Hey, what's this guy on? Like, what do we, what do we mean by a direct path? Like a direct path to what? Um, yeah. Yeah. What is it you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is really just pointing us back to our own awareness. We, we, um, we are, and especially those of us who are in the world and working and we're in business and, you know, we're very focused on externals. We're focused on our thoughts, our feelings, certainly our perceptions, all of our experience. We don't pay any attention to that which knows them. And, and that which knows them is what we truly are. You know, that, that's the aspect of us that does not come and go. All of those experiences come and they go. A thought arises, a few seconds later, it, it's, it's gone. You know, feelings arise, they last for a period of time, they go. It's, of course, the same with all our experience. Um, and, and the direct path is simply uh, taking us to that recognition by asking the simple question, am I aware? And when we ask that question, we pause, we bypass the mind, and we say yes, because we recognize our awareness. We don't intellectually have to figure out that I'm aware. We know we are aware. Um, and that directly takes us to that, uh, that aspect of ourselves. And over time, we come to recognize that you know, that being that, that, that we have is shared. It's universal. The I, what I call I, looking out through my eyes is the same eye looking out through Richard's eyes or looking out yep. through any sentient being's eyes. Um, and then it's, you know, this progressive, uh, if you will, not progressive, the, uh, the recognition is an instantaneous recognition, but 
there's after that then a uh, a progressive a realignment of the way that we think and feel and act and relate um you know in 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 the world and with others uh, to be consistent with that understanding and that's a process that you know continues on and on right and there was one thing i got well there's a couple of things that you said that i underlined in the book was one that um this is about de decoupling ourselves from our thoughts and feeling and 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 that that was really interesting to me because when i considered my own self development it's been about kind of understanding where that thought comes from you know what's the origin of that negative thought why am i feeling this feeling what does it go back to what is there for me to work on in my childhood and i've i've received the fruits of doing that work right like following that trail back and seeking some healing and some resolution of those early events in my life and this is a this is a little like a little bit of an affront to my ego because that's like well no maybe there's no need to do any of that right maybe there's something about just simply decoupling from those thoughts those feelings and as you say you know asking this question you know am am i aware and and kind of completely going away from it but i just feel this this resistance to it, it being that simple yeah i i mean it, it's true in that you know the ego the mind um remains in continual movement and it remains in continual movement for a reason it knows that you know it it silence is 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 the beginning of the end of its kind of reign uh over us as uh, our master you know so it doesn't want to stop it doesn't want to slow down it's it's um it the ego mind the belief in separation and and then the the thought system that goes with that is the thought system of separation and that's seeking and resistance it's in a continual uh continual state of of movement it intuits that there is something uh that is perhaps greater than it and it's horrified it's terrified of that um the good news is ultimately the mind wants nothing but that the mind wants to dissolve into its into its source um because when the mind dissolves into its source it it doesn't go away it 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 doesn't go away but it becomes a servant a very helpful and useful servant uh as opposed to kind of being the master of uh of your life and 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 taking you um in a million different directions in a million different places all based on this underlying belief in in uh, in separation right right and this this i can say i can sense it's my ego when it asks this question but like is is there not some kind of some value in doing that taking that that cognitive path of psycho psychoanalytic psychotherapeutic path of inquiring into thoughts and feelings and 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 seeking some resolution to aspects of the psyche that might be um i don't know um maladapted in some way and you know that we might want to work on like is are we saying that there's just it's better just to not even go down that path like this is this is where i struggle a little bit yeah well you know the um there are many many paths if you will and and many of them are progressive and these progressive paths like a course in miracles really does exactly what you you know you just mentioned it 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 unwinds the mind from this from this belief system but ultimately uh ultimately we have to come to the recognition of the source of the mind it it regardless of uh of how long we stay in the mind and we try to figure out the mind with the mind it's it's absolutely necessary to see in a felt experiential way 
what is the source of the mind? Um, you know, I, I think it was Einstein who said, you can't solve a problem on the level it was created. And you can't, the mind cannot apprehend or understand our true nature. So ultimately, at some point, uh, it, 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 it needs to be a felt experiential recognition uh, of, of that from which thoughts and feelings arise, which I've called the still point in the book, and which we call I. It, you know, we, we call this I our entire life when referring to our very self. Right, right. And that, and that does intuitively make sense to me. And I, and, I, and I feel like I've had slight glimpses of it, you know, in meditation. I had a very strange uh, episode with a cherry tree <laughs> once in a park in London where I felt this moment of, of singularity and oneness with everything in the park. But, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, I suppose that this is something else you say that, you know, we, we, we kind of get addicted to thoughts, and, you know, and, and our experience, right? We get addicted to our experience. And I, and I suspect that's, that's part of what I'm dealing with here is that I have a, you know, a full-blown addiction to identifying with the experience and wanting to work it out and heal and do the work and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is right in, in, in that, you know, uh, <clears throat> many, many Many people now on, you know, seemingly on this planet are, are having that glimpse and that recognition. And, you know, that, that recognition, you know, you mentioned sitting in, in, in the park and having this singularity, this recognition of, of, of the complete and whole nature of, of reality, um, it, 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 uh, it, the mind quickly comes back in because the conditioning of the mind, these conditioned patterns and behaviors and, and, and beliefs that we have are very, very deeply rooted. And they're also rooted within the body. You know, they're rooted within the feelings of the body and tension laid down in the body. And, you know, we've been, we've been operating in this way and, 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 and living like this for, our, for decades, for, for, you know, our, our entire life. And, and certainly, um, you know, perhaps even prior to that, this, uh, you know, this thought system has been, has been in operation. So, yes, it's... Um, it's a. Uh, it, it's without a doubt uh, there is a necessity for for the the vast majority of people to return to that recognition over and over and over again and begin to create this um, this space, if you will, between uh, self, between the still point of aware being and the thoughts and, and feelings that arise from them. Um, it's very important. Later on, you collapse that uh, distinction. Uh, because there's a recognition that there is nothing but awareness. There's a, awareness in its pure form, the still point, and then all of experience is simply that awareness vibrating within itself, dancing right, it's within itself it. yeah. to create all, yeah, to create to create this amazing, uh, amazing experiential theater that we have uh, that we call the world. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that that makes complete sense. And even as I'm just reflecting on that insight of like, well, I'm addicted to experience, but I can see my ego wants to move in. Oh, well, now we've got a new project. Now the product project, Richard, is to, is to you know, um, detox from my addiction to experience, right? Now, now there's more work to be done. It's just at a higher level, but I can feel that, just sense the mind yeah. wants that, right? Instead of, I think what you're pointing to, which is something else. Yeah, the ego. I mean, you know, it, uh, there is a uh, there is a chapter in the book, the risk of the spiritual ego. You know, uh, and this e the ego becomes spiritualized. The ego, uh, when the ego intuits this, um, when when the mind uh, intuits this, it it wants to 
take it for its own. It wants to create a perfect ego. The ego wants to wake right. up. The That's ego so wants true. to be liberated. The ego wants to be free. And it's fundamentally impossible because the ego is just a belief. And, and freedom comes from the recognition that you are not, uh, you are not, um, you know, that belief in what you are fundamentally being the body and the mind and sharing the limitations of the body and mind simply, uh, simply is not, is not true. It's not, it's not actually even our experience. Um, uh, so yeah, it's, it, it isn't, it isn't possible. Uh, but the ego tries and it, 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 it will try for, uh, it will try for a very long time in some cases. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, I suppose for, um, for, for most people's lifetimes, right? I mean, this is yeah, rare. yeah. I, it is true. It is true that um, you know uh, that that does seem to be the case. And even you know, many uh, many times, um, uh, many times, people who have a glimpse or uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, that uh, that moving back into experience and 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 maintaining that sense of identity with the body and the mind uh, can persist for for quite a while after that. Right, right. Um, yeah. And this direct part, yeah, this is what I'm starting to get in now more clearly now, having speaking to you is, yeah, because you corrected yourself earlier in this conversation that like, this isn't, it doesn't need to be progressive. Like this, I guess that idea of progress and being on like on a journey is an egoic expression, right? Like what we're saying here, there is, there isn't necessarily any journey or any path or anything. True. There's no path to yourself. You're already sitting as yourself. Always, you you already always are. And um, yeah, that you know that doesn't uh, certainly doesn't preclude the fact that there are many progressive paths out there. Of course, in miracles being one of them. There's all types of mantra meditation where we use the mind to focus on the mind. Um, and you know, it's 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 not for me uh, to to or anyone to say what's right. For any individual mind, you know, every every mind, all seven billion of of our minds are contracted. You know, our consciousness contracted a little differently, and as a result of that, uh, the way that they come to the recognition of their source is slightly different for for everyone. And you know, certainly uh, progressive paths play play a role in that. It, uh, at least in my case, it just became clear that this was a um, a roadblock at the end. The entire idea of progression to that where I already am was a roadblock and needed to simply be, um, you know, simply be discarded in a sense by recognizing the self. Right. And so does, does that correlate in some way to you, you saying that you, you ran out of questions? Is that part of this, the same point or is that something different? You know, the, um, the, the, the real, you know, in, in, in my case, uh, this, this recognition of self, this instant, this timeless instant of recognition, it, it resolves all uh, questions. No, no concept makes it, you know, no, no concept uh, can exist in, um, in consciousness, in, in, in pure consciousness. It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's seen very clearly how absurd uh, the, that idea is. And, you know, yet again, as we've said, the, the mind is very, very conditioned and it, it, will, it will come back. And, you know, it's a, it, it's a process then of, of going back to the still point and abiding as that, you know, simply being aware of being aware. And you do that when you're sitting quietly in med med meditation, what you call meditation, or 
when you're moving through the world, you know, and, and, and eventually it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an every moment by moment uh, test of whether you're with the ego or whether you're with the whole mind. And that's reflected for the most part, you know, in, in your relationships, you know, in, in, in the case of who you're interacting with and, uh, you know, what, uh, how is experience uh, affecting you? So, yeah, it's, um, it becomes a, a living classroom, if you will. Right, right, right. And, and it's simply through, yeah, of course, the ego now wants its technique. <laughs> but it's, it's by asking this question, am I aware? Yeah. Am I aware? And then, you know, the other, uh, you know, the other aspect of this is uh, in, in the, um, in, in, when experience becomes turbulent, perhaps there are feelings that are coming up or, you know, there's something circumstantially happening in, in experience that might be a challenging experience. It's, it's also then at that point, you know, saying, who is it that knows this experience? You know, that's the equivalent question of, of, of saying, you know, am I aware? And um, you continually keep going back to that, to that knower, to, to that changeless aspect that knows all the experience that, you know, that comes and goes. And, you know, when, when, that's, um, when that's done and that's abided in over, you know, over and over again, it, um, you begin to, to slowly, in, in many cases, maybe more rapidly for, for others, shift your sense of identity from that ephemeral, uh, you know, uh, identifying with, with the mind, the body, with, with thoughts, with feelings, you begin to shift it to that, um, that home base, uh, which you have called out your entire life, that home base, which, which is changeless and, and which is whole and which is, which is complete. But it's, it's a, it's, you know, that, that, that shift, uh, that shift is, is something that for, for, for the, the vast majority of people, you know, occurs over time, that shift in identity. Right, right. Or washing out the beliefs, I should say. And in, in a sense, in, in, in a very real way, you know, if you listen to the, you know, the spiritual, uh, you know, the, the, many of the spiritual teachers throughout the ages, it, it's, it's true in that glimpse, that, that recognition, which is timeless, is it's, um, it's outside of time. And, and that recognition is is complete in and of itself. It's it's more than of the washing out of the conditioned patterns of belief that we've laid down for for so long, and the feelings as well in the body, which have to be uh, have to be addressed as well. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I've been I've been experimenting with it a little bit, but just over the last couple of days, whilst I've been reading your book. But you know, am I aware? And, and literally, like in the sort of forty five minutes before we were due to come on this call, I started noticing that I was feeling tired, right? And I'm like, oh, should I get a coffee? No, I don't, I don't want to be like feeling tired with the podcast. And I just stopped and I asked, you know, am I aware? Am I aware? And just sat with it a little bit. And I, I did notice, I did, I don't know if it's pure auto-suggestion, but it seems to me that I felt less tired after that. And 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 something that I that I sort of remembered having, you know, when I've read other spiritual books and so on, is this sort of recurrent theme of, of these gurus and these masters seeming to have like that boundless energy. And that would make sense, right? If they reach some level of detachment from, from the experience of the body. Yeah. The, you know, the, the, the still point is, is, is never tired. It, it's, um, you know, again, it is changeless. It's aware it's present. There is, you know, you'll recognize tiredness, you know, within uh, within your being, within that um, still point, but it's not you. It isn't. It isn't what you are. 
Um, and it could be the same for, you know, uh, sensations or feelings of anxiety or, or boredom or fear or depression, whatever they may be. You know, there is depression, but you are not depressed. What you are is, is, is fundamentally not depressed. And of course, that, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, that, that, that's the same with, with tiredness or, or fatigue. It doesn't mean that you're not normal and you don't, you know, uh, there's not tiredness that appears and you don't sleep and you don't do all those things. You, you do, of course. But um, without a doubt, the recognition of, um, of the still point. Uh, it, 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 it is free and clear of any, anything objective at all, any, any qualities uh, such as, uh, you know, any of those we mentioned. Right, right. Um, but then, of course, the other point you make in the book is there are no practical benefits to this. Like, again, like, there's a part of me that wants to think, oh, well, if I do this and I do that, then, then, then this will show up and I'll have these benefits. But what we're saying here is that, we're, we're beyond that, right? We're, that's not the consideration here. It's simply a, a get I, or not. I think it's very practical in that, you know, it's extremely, it's extremely practical in, in life because the extraneous, um, the extraneous detraction of, of the mind uh, becomes optional and one that you, you know, can, can opt out of. And, and as a result of that, uh, you are focused much more in, in, in the now. You're, you're, you're living free and fresh. You're living without without memory, and you're not operating from a conditioned pattern of reaction. Uh, that's very freeing. It's very very practical. You know, I, I just before this podcast, I, I was doing a radio, a live radio interview, and and they were, you know, and he uh, the host was asking questions about that and about effectiveness. You know, and and how do you lose this effectiveness? And the answer is absolutely not. You know, when it comes to if you're in business or if you're Involved in um, whatever it is you're doing, it, 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 you're much more effective because you're 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 completely attentive to the now and to whatever you are doing, um, and that you know that tends to really increase uh, the effectiveness that that you have. Now, it's true there are some things that you may have done or some things you may have pursued that fall away, and and, and there is no interest in doing those. Um, but when you are engaged and when you are doing something, uh, that effectiveness uh, you know goes up. Uh, goes up greatly, right? Yeah, and that, that's that's fascinating because that, I think there is a well a preconception that this the spiritual work um, is maybe indulgent or or um, something you've got to make time for in, in order to make sense. I remember going on a meditation retreat once, and uh, I'd asked this the friend of mine who is running this retreat is are these people that we both knew coming have you approached this person and that person he said well no no that you know one of these guys had said yeah I'll, I'll come on that sort of thing when i'm retired and i think that become that comes from this place of oh well i don't want to waste time on that or i can't afford to spend time on that yeah well you know the mind again the mind is in continual movement and and the mind is involved in end gaining and and continually um living Living life with the idea of uh, either getting something in the future or pushing away something that's present—it's—it's it's not accepting, you know, what is, and that's a very, um, you know, it's very—it's very common for for the mind to uh, to to you know to to uh, to to act that way. It, it doesn't. It really does not want to slow down uh, of its own volition. Right. Right. Yeah. Now you you touch on personalities in the book, like. What, or I suppose from your own personal experience, have you, have you noticed shifts in your personality as you've moved down this or taken this direct approach? 
Yeah, I, I, I think that um, the, uh, the true personality of uh, the individual, the true personality comes out more and more uh, over time as one, uh, as one really begins this process of, of realignment. And in, in a certain way, you know, I, I, uh, I think uh, in, my, in my case, uh, you know, I, I was someone who was very type A and, and was very, you know, in, engaging and very comfortable in, um, you know, engaging people in all kinds of circumstances and certainly being in business and, and, and all of that. It it um, it really trained trained that and and you know in during about the you know the five years that we or you know four or five years that we kind of turned away I, it was very difficult there was a period where it was very difficult to interact and and you know I I, I really didn't interact much with uh, with people outside you you continue to you know live your life and do what needs to be done but but quite different and then. At a certain point, really, right before writing the book, it was an emergence of perhaps maybe my more intrinsic or deeper personality, which doesn't exclude in any way, you know, the ease of of moving through the world and operating and then talking and then negotiating, whatever whatever you may be doing. Um, in fact, it comes out in, in it just comes out in a way that is sans the. Um, Sans the end gaining, you know, sans the uh, the continual desire to, um, you know, get something out of a out of a situation. So the the true personality uh, is there, and and you know you can use that personality in in any way that uh, any way that you will uh, at, in a much more effective way. Right, right, and yeah, I mean, even the way you sort of frame it. This is what's interesting to me is that you. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that you've reached this place where you, you ex- I don't want to say experience, but you've made this distinction, like you're discerning between the personality and uh, and self. Is that right? I mean, that seems to come through in the in the in your language. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's true because self, you know, uh, the, the the self is you know has no personality. The self is is complete and is it, it is the same. It is aware presence and. Um, you, you, you know that, and that, uh, you know, that always at, at a certain point, it, it it's not, uh, um, it's not that, that doesn't come and go. It's, it's always there as the background of, of experience. And it's where you're, where you're sitting, where you're sitting from, uh, is, uh, is that, that placeless place. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard other people you know, talk in terms of like, starting to notice oh, i would notice richard richarding right like yeah. richard doing his thing right and and then there's this other and i and i and i get that intellectually and i i suspect i've had minor glimpses of it but it sounds to me like you you you're in a place where you're experiencing that what most of the time or much of the time all the time yeah. well <laughs> uh, you know there there are uh, you know with without Without any question, there are um, in certainly in, in those five years before you know or that period be, be, before writing the book. Four years, you in the early days, you're you jump back into that sense of per- personhood uh, quite quite a bit. It's just that you progressively begin to see it, um, you know, much more quickly, and and then you you relax back into you know the the uh, the, the still point and. Over time, it 
it becomes um, it becomes where you're you're even perhaps in that, and you know, you know, so maybe your wife says something to you, and it's just that conditioning is just too much. You have to, even though you know, you have to respond in a way that was that's inconsistent with this belief, you know. But or with this not belief, I'm sorry, with this recognition, which is not a yeah. belief, it's a, you know, it's felt understanding. But 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 then um, that then begins to uh, even 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 that begins to then uh, dissipate, and that you you recognize that this this is a reaction, and this is not a reaction that's worth uh, uh, worth pursuing, and and you don't, and when you don't do that, you're you're essentially withdrawing the energy. From from those conditioned patterns of behavior, and over time, um, you know, it, it it becomes truly in in the now, and there's no need to react to something from memory. It's it's you know what what is what is here now, and and in that in that regard, it becomes much uh, much easier in in that way. But you know, to to make no mistake, and 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 it be very clear that this is an ongoing process, and. You know, I don't. I don't see this process, uh, this realignment process, you know, and ending. So, right, right, yeah, and uh, and and finding it. It sounds like it's the noticing. The noticing is when you've been pulled back into these patterns and the ease with which you can return to the still point. That's that's what's happening. You're you're getting greater facility in this this dance. Is it something like that? Yeah, yeah, I, I, it, you know, it, it is, and and you know, at at first, when as you're pursuing this, and you're there's a recognition, uh, in 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 some way, there's a uh, you, you jump out of it a lot, you know, that you're 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 back in 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 the per, in the personhood, and you're reacting from from that point, and you can't even, it's uh, you know, it it almost takes that. Um, a burning out of whatever it was you rose up to defend or you rose up to attack or whatever that might, a burning out of that. And then, you know, you recognize, wow, I was, I was out of presence today. You know, I, <laughs> I you know, and, and, and yeah. And then o- over time, it, you know, as we mentioned, it, it becomes, you, you recognize it um, very quickly when you're, when you're in, in that place of non-alignment, when you're, when you're in, when you're back with the ego thought system. Uh, right. And eventually, again, then you know m- more and more, uh, more and more uh, identity is shifted into the to the, the to the to the self into the into the still point, and those episodes episodes become um, less and less. But we you know we 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 never predict what's you know we never predict what's next. What's what 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 can be next? We we don't know. Um, but it, it is a a progressive uh, progressive. Um, progressive movement into into that uh not being pulled out as as often right 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 now now something a topic which i don't think you address directly in the book which often comes up a lot is um this idea of spiritual bypass and i remember an early therapist of mine would talk a lot about the the danger of like avoiding doing the work the, the therapeutic work by you know you're just hanging out and meditating and kind of avoiding uh, pain or, you know, um, avoiding aspects of oneself that one needs to address. But how do you relate to that idea of spiritual bypass? Um, I, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the, with the terms spiritual bypass, but uh, you know, the uh, nothing in, in the world is, 
turned away from. Uh, in, in fact, the, the bypassing would be taking feelings of anxiety or, or depression or fear, or whatever it might be, and, and either pressing them down or you know, uh, avoiding them. In this approach, we, we sit with them directly and we, we bring them very, very close. Uh, you know, there's the thought aspect to this is, is one thing. And then there are these deep uh, feelings and emotions that we have that are laid down in the body over, you know, over decades or, or more lifetimes of, 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 uh, of, of following the, the ego and, and the belief in separation that when they arise, they arise as sensations in the body. When we have a, a feeling, you know, with this approach, we, uh, we get to the point where we sit with the raw sensation. You know, any feeling we have is composed of a, of a thought stream as well as a sensation in the body. When you cut the thought stream off from that, and you don't label something as anxiety or fear. You can sit with the raw sensation, and you bring that very, 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 very close. And you investigate that, and you and you look at that, and eventually you come to see. Eventually, it's it reveals itself as as nothing. That this fear, the substance of this fear, is love. The substance of this fear is is the still point, and and it's simply the uh, the thought that is coming in and taking what are essentially neutral sensations and labeling them as something uh, bad or something, you know, scary or something terrifying. So that's, um, uh, that's the uh, very much this tantric approach to washing out this conditioning. Right, right. Put, put, let go of the thought, decouple from the thought, pull the sensation close, be in that sensation and, and stay with it. And yeah, then- yeah. You know, I know in my case, someone who's, you know, had tremendous anxiety, you know, periodically throughout my life and, you know, was taking anti-anxiety medicine for decades. Um, There's a, you know, when this, when anxiety arises, it's a tremendous sensation. We feel it like as a energy, a vibrating energy in the chest and in the stomach. It's, it's very, very palpable. And at, at a certain point, you know, we're, Prior to that, we the thought stream immediately is there along with that sensation. You are full blown into the feeling of anxiety or depression, whatever it might be. Once uh, there's discernment enough to not label, then you can see, yeah, this this is a sensation, and there's an intensity to the sensation, but it's not an overwhelming. Uh, it's not overwhelming. You know, it's, it doesn't even have the intensity as a as a bad headache. You know, or something of that, of that nature. Um, so, so this is an approach that's very, very critical uh, in terms of um, realigning, you know, realigning the, uh, the way we feel and, and the, way we, the way we feel ourselves, so to speak, in, in the world with this understanding. Yeah, that's interesting to consider that there might be a different way for us to feel ourselves. Because right. and, and and how I interpret that, and certainly the way I work is often that I, I guess what under the umbrella of 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 a feeling experience would be thoughts, labeling, and the sensations, and because I'm seeking to, I mean part of my therapeutic work is is to discern these out. You know what am I feeling, and and actually actively seeking to kind of understand it and comprehend it, but. I guess what we're suggesting here is there is another way, which is just to let go a lot of a lot of 
that activity and and get closer to the raw sensation. Yeah, it's exactly right. Get 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 close to the raw sensation. Bring it close. Be very interested uh, about it. And at a certain point, it becomes interesting in that when something like anxiety uh, would would come up for me, I would become very delighted with it. <laughs> Because it's a great okay. opportunity, you know. It's a great opportunity to 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 try to to, to see and and to to bring these sensations close and say, what is all this havoc that you've been causing? What you know? What really? What really is this? And and to to bring it very 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 close uh, uh, to the point where there's no separation at all, and um, you accept it, and you're 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 in a sense you're in a sense saying, yeah, I, I can absolutely you know I I can absolutely live with this. Um, and after a point in time, that uh, that of course begins to take the energy away from those um, those 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 currents of conditioning that have been laid down within the you know within the uh, the, the body mind structure. Mm, yeah, no, no, I get it. I think I get it. <laughs> I can get it intellectually, <laughs> but it, but it'd be fun to play with, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean it. it uh, you know, it, it's um, you know, it, it's uh, it's it's really as simple. It, it is, uh, you know, it, it's quite. Uh, I would say a refined. It, it's a refined aspect of, of this, but it's something that is absolutely available to to everyone. Uh, it's just that um, it it takes a bit of uh, application before thoughts can be decoupled from those sensations. Because again, we we have been coupling. Those sensations and those thoughts together to create these uh, these afflictive feelings for decades and decades. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, it it does make some sense, and you know, I'm kind of real time processing, you know, how this contrasts with with a lot of my current belief systems about what it means to like progress and evolve. And, but um, yeah, I, but then I guess this is not a it's not an, a normal understanding it's not something that we're presented with uh generally by society it's something that we're ever really asked to consider right and it's not a belief you know and that that's very yeah. important it's not a belief or a belief system and and i don't you know i i'm i i i i don't ask anyone to believe me i don't believe anything i say go you know in fact don't believe it without any question that's you know that's um not going to be helpful What's helpful is for you to recognize and discover for yourself that which you have called I your entire life, and then to take all of those thoughts and, and, and those beliefs and, you know, bring it back to its source, bring it back to that I. You know, when we recognize that a belief is nothing but a thought that we have had over and over until we stop questioning it. And most of the time, that thought is placed in us from outside. You know, we're kids and, and our parents tell us, uh, you know, whatever the case might be, you're this religion or this is what God is or this, whatever that might be, you know, those are, that is placed, you know, in us from outside. And then we simply have that over and over again until we get to the point where we don't question it anymore. And that's, that's, a, that's a belief. So there's a decoupling of uh, a decoupling of of all that in in as you contemplate this nature of experience that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're really beautifully put. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's helping me to reframe because I I my frame right now is like, well, I, I might question who I am, but in terms of the thoughts and the beliefs that I have about myself, right? 
there's like there's this other level which is like you can yeah. you can actually let go of all of that, right? There's sure. And, I mean, what the still easy. point is prior. Yeah, the still point is prior yeah. to believe. It's prior to thought. Yeah. You know, you yeah. sit as yourself and simply watch thoughts arise and fall, and watch them come and and watch them go. You know, and it's the same with feelings. It's the same with uh, perception, uh, come and go. You know, uh, sights, sounds, smells, tastes. They they are always you know coming and going, and that recognition. Um, uh, that recognition uh, then leads us, you know, to to that aspect that doesn't come and go, which is where uh, our true home and where the peace uh, and happiness that we are is is uh, the only place that can be found. Right, right. Now, now you are a doctor and and works in you know biomedical industry. So, how has this shifted your perspective on, I suppose, on on medic on on the medical industry, on on healing, on disease, like? Uh, how have things changed for you in that regard? Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I think that my, you know, my, my, my approach in, in medicine was always somewhat holistic, and uh, I had a, 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 you know, very great interest in, in the, in, in a more holistic approach. Um, but uh, you know, it's, um, it, uh, it, it hasn't changed the, it. it you know the world works as as the world works, and and it's true. You do see you see through many aspects of the way society is is set up. Um, but it it again it, it, the approach isn't to attempt to change the world or attempt to change what, what's on the screen. It's 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 to it's to recognize yourself and change yourself. You know, it's a as I mentioned in the book several times. It's a revolution of one, and you know we um, we. We are desperately, uh, we desperately try to find our happiness in controlling and changing circumstances and, ch- and changing the world. And it's just something that, you know, ultimately um, is, is not possible. So in that regard, you, you, you see things play out uh, as they are. And there are certain things that maybe you don't engage in anymore or you recognize are probably not, you know, uh, as, uh, as helpful. Um, but you know, and, and, and again, you, you're you're not trying to change anything. There's there's no question that health. You know, there's such a huge aspect of health that is related to uh, to stress. And and when we recognize this uh, the, the still point, it's it's peace itself, and it's a very very uh, complete peace. And spending time there is is extremely uh powerful for physical health as uh, as well right 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 yeah and and <laughs> yeah it's so interesting you how disarming you, just your being is because there's this part of it that was oh yes but what do you think about this and what about this and surely you don't believe in that anymore right that's like what the ego sort of wants to pin you down on and then you the simplicity of the response is so pure and, as I say, kind of arrest and disarming in some way. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting to experience. Well, you know, it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, Socrates, you know, the, 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 the oracle at Delphi said, well, Socrates is, um, you, know, uh, it ha- you know, has the, is the wisest man in, in Athens or Greece or whatever was said. And it's because Socrates knows that he knows nothing. And um, th- this is a, a very real, uh, a very real aspect in that, you know, the energy given to beliefs, you know, the, the beginning of this process of 
turning around and beginning to look inward is this little willingness. And that, and, and you know, as of course Miracle says, this is a little willingness to question every belief you have ever held. And it, it is something that is, um, is actually necessary. And to the mind, that seems scary. It, it, you know, it, it, it seems frightening to, uh, to do that. But it, in reality, um, in reality, it, it, it isn't. It, 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 isn't um, it isn't a problem at all when you, when you see uh, what, you know, what, what beliefs truly are and you begin to drop, uh, you begin to drop those beliefs. And, 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 and you, you simply begin to live organically uh, in the now, in, in, in the moment. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. And the other thing I'm with as you're talking is how, how much I'm getting from this conversation, if you like, as, as instruction or as, as inspiration. And so it has me ask the question, like, is this work that is best done with a teacher or is this something you can do by yourself? Yeah. Um, the, 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 the reality of, of this is that your, your teacher is your own being. The still point is your teacher. In, in the book, I, I call it the, I think there's a chapter called the ultimate guru. Yeah. And, you know, everyone who walks uh, any path, pathless path of, of understanding has to give up a teacher in the end. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have teachers. And that doesn't mean that of course, many, many people uh, have, have needed a, a teacher with this understanding to, um, uh, to really provide, uh, to, to just provide that pointing back to themselves. So um, ultimately, you know, it, 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 the answer is that your very self, when we talk about grace, you know, that is the pull of yourself back to yourself. It's you pulling you back and saying, "Come home and come home." And that truly is uh, that truly is is the teacher. But absolutely, for for many many um, many people, having an external teacher, uh, you know, for for a period of time or or for decade for you know for for a long time uh, ha- has been necessary. And this again varies. It varies uh, for for each in- individual mind. Right. Yeah. That, um, yeah, that makes some sense. I, that makes some sense. I, and I, I just, I just get some intuition that there's, there's something in, especially if you're in a you know, busy life, I've got a job, I've got this podcast, I've got two young boys is, is, is having a space where I could just go be with, you know, a myself, but also potentially with, you know, somebody who, who has this to offer. Uh, yeah. I, I can see that that may be a, valuable thing to me. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't done much, you know, but I've, uh, I've done, you know, a retreat or, uh, well, actually very few, but we've, you know, we've, we've done it. And, and, you know, it, it, I think in, in my case, it's been, uh, it's been quite unique in that my wife shares this understanding and, you know, you, you have, a, a continual, a continual presence of teaching and learning and, you can see whether you're on track or off track in, in, in every second, in every, in every moment, in, in effect. And, you know, that, that's not to be discounted with, with anyone. We, um, we, we think a lot about gurus sitting, 
non-dual gurus, you know, holding satsang and have, you know, holding these, you know, week-long retreats. And, and that's great. And, and some of them, uh, you know, some of them have the understanding and some of them can hold that, uh, you know, hold that room. In, in reality, in a sense, you're, you know, who, who, who that, that, the people who are around you, they're your teachers as well. You know, everyone yeah. is continually teaching and learning and, and how you're, um, whether you're acting out of wholeness or whether you're acting out of separation and fragmentation, that can be felt very, very clearly in your day-to-day experiences. I, I, I tell, you know, over this kind of book tour or talking about the book, many people have asked about teachers. And I say, you know, I'd have to live with someone for about three months. I can, I can tell you, you know, whether someone's using the right words, but, it, you know, it, if, if they're using the right words and, and then they go home and they, you know, scream at their wife and, and you know, uh, or, or, you know, yell at their kid or kick their dog, uh, it, it, it's really not. This is not, you know, meant to be something intellectual. It's meant to be a felt understanding. If it doesn't impact your life and it's not, um, it's not leading you to a sense of, of, of freedom and, and peace uh, as a background with, with happiness as, as the recognition of self, it, it, you know, what ultimately is the point of it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 well, that makes a lot of sense. And of course, there are dozens of stories of, uh, you know, quote gurus who um, do not appear to have had this felt understanding. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. Well, um, well, it feels like it's been um, a very powerful experience for, um, <laughs> for that, which I think of as being Richard. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's uh, good. Richard enjoyed it. Good. Um, yeah. Richard's got questions, but no, I, I yeah, seriously. I think, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I've experienced something powerful. So thank you. Wonderful. Always happy to talk again. This was, uh, this was excellent. Good. Thank you so much. Um, and we should remind people again of the book, um, which is called Still Point, The Simplicity of Spiritual Enlightenment. Enlightenment. We'll put, uh, we'll, we'll put some, some links well, uh, to where people can go purchase that. Is there, is there anything else you would include? Any, any other, other links we might want to put? Uh, I have a website, but it's, you know, authorkevinkranitsky.com. Um, the book is available on most online outlets. Yeah. Amazon books and books, you know, all, all of the usual places where, where one can get it. And, and um, you know, it, it, the book really does, uh, it really does take, take people through uh, this, these, this pointing very, very, hopefully, hopefully clearly and repetitively pointing them back to themselves over, you know, over and over again. Yeah. And this interesting uh, format of the Q and a, which I think makes it actually easy, easy to read. Yeah, great. Good. Well, thank you once again. It's been thank you. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, I hope I'm sure the book will do well. But uh, yeah, thanks again. Appreciate it. Thank you, Richard. The Being Human podcast was brought to you by First Human. For more on First Human's human focused coaching and leadership programs, head to First Human dot com.